0: You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 376, Tales of the Reservists, The Batman and Robin of Kandor. And welcome to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 376. I'm Paul French, and today I am pre-New Year's kid. Yeah, I really? I've really got nothing better than that. Um on my own today. Um we had a a, a a brief uh illness in the family over uh the holidays, and so I took the opportunity during our normal recording time uh to spend a little time with my wife. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, so we didn't get to do our normal recording time. So that means i pulls a solo episode. And um, I know I usually do like Superboy team ups and that kind of thing. But I decided to try something a little different uh, today. Mainly because um, last night, is a, later on when I was looking a- a- along the bookshelf, I happened to look upon the trade paperback of uh, Nightwing and Flamebird. And uh, so it's The Adventures of Nightwing and Flamebird. And I thought, oh, you know, it'd be kind of fun to do the first Nightwing and Flamebird story. So I open up that little book, and guess what? It's not there. Um, instead of having that, they they just had um, a 1975 story from uh, Superman Family, uh, which normally right up my alley, you know. The uh, it's the Carrie Bates and uh and Kurt Schaffenberger combination that I always enjoy, as as people who've listened to this show know. Uh but um, that that wasn't the first one, and I and I wanted to at least start with the first one. And I thought to myself, I wonder why they didn't. Well, yeah, you'll you'll see why in a minute, actually, because it's it's a long story. And um, anyway, and and really, there's one segment of it that is that, um. But that this this nineteen seventy five story actually served as a transition between having Nightwing and Flamebird as um, uh, being you know Superman and Jimmy Olsen uh, being the Batman and Robin of Candor, uh, um, and the, and transitions into uh, Van Vanzi and Akvar who were of course the Candorians uh, who would become uh, Nightwing and Flamebird for a few years. Um, ma- mainly running in Superman Family, actually. And um, when that book met its demise, um, they kind of w- hit limbo for a bit, and um, then, of course, were retconned out because uh, after the crisis, uh, there were no other Kryptonians, um, or at least not for quite some time. Um, so in uh, in this, the... Um, um, you know, there, there's a lot of Kandorians, and we're gonna get into um, into Superman, sort of dealing with that with that, and and I kind of dig the old, um, you know, as you know, I I love me some uh, some Silver Age Superman and all the goofiness that abounds with it. Although this stuff is a little less goofy than, say, you know, like okay, so where this uh, story appears. Uh, it comes from Superman issue number one hundred fifty-eight, and uh, this actually shows up in one of the showcases. For those of you who have collected those, and as you know, love me some showcases as well. So uh, this is in volume four of the uh, of the Superman uh, set of showcases. Um, so you know we're a little further in. Uh, you know this this was I believe nineteen sixty. I want to say. Um, so we're a little a little deeper in. Um, so less goofy, less. Oh, is Lois Lane gonna discover Superman's secret identity? And uh and more. Hey, here's a story. Um so yeah, January 1963. So um, so that will give you some context there. It's uh a ways back. Um so we're going to get into this um and and there's you know again looking at Legion uh, bona fides. uh of course Superman former member of the Legion at this stage um and and you know in his case kind of once a legionnaire always a legionnaire um until you know crises uh change your entire history um Jimmy Olsen of course a Legion reservist and uh the on the um less uh, in-story situation. Uh, writer, Edmund Hamilton, who, of course, we remember from a, a, a whole lot of, uh, of cool Legion stories very early on. Uh, penciler, Kurt, Sc- Kurt Swan, another guy, of course, mainly associated with Superman, but also d- uh, spent a good amount of time on the Legion. And Inker George Klein, who also had, had inked some of his work in that, uh, in uh, his Legion work. So, um, so we start off, uh, with Superman number 158, uh, 12 cents, 12 cents of joy. Um, it, it says a super first, see the enlargement of Kandor in the invasion of the super people. Uh, for those who don't remember back in the day, um, uh, Kandor had been stolen from Krypton by Brainiac. This was Of course, the android, uh, super Hey, okay, so there's a Brainiac connection, right? Uh, the android super Superman, and um, he stole this city from Krypton before Krypton's destruction um, and put it in a bottle. So we have um, a bunch of guys uh, standing around carrying uh, the bottle city of Krypton, uh, shaking their fists at a phantom uh, Superman, saying, "'We'll never free you from the Phantom Zone Superman, "'because for years you pretended "'there was no way to enlarge our bottle city.'" but now we'll expand it ourselves we'll prove you deceived us for fear we'd all be super like you and he's saying stop i warn you if you restore candor to its normal size everyone in the city will perish it's no use they can't hear me all right so we get in into page 1 and it is of course the uh, famed splash panels we see a whole bunch of uh, people in goofy looking costumes um um flying out of candor and enlarging and uh it's uh, the title is Superman in Kandor presenting a great three-part novel featuring Superman as he battles for the life of a great Kryptonian city against antagonists whose superpowers match his own part 1 invasion of the mystery superman part 2 the dynamic duo of kandor and part 3 the city of super people i could just do part 2 but i th- i feel that would lack the context and uh and certainly this was a story in one issue um Anyway, so Superman is thinking, they've got superpowers too, and there are thousands of them against me. This is a well to which uh, people would travel again, you know. We had the uh whole um we had a whole situation like this um in uh, Superman uh, just a little while before uh, uh Flashpoint, where um you know War of the Superman. A whole lot of Kryptonians suddenly showing up and being just on the other side of the sun. And uh, um, and we had the whole Zod thing, and actually, another Nightwing and Flamebird came out of that. So, the more things change, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All right. So one day in a guarded government laboratory, uh, they're talking about a rare radioactive alloy. that took them years to produce, and it is the only sample in the world. And a man crashes through the wall with super strength and grabs the alloy and takes off. And um, and this and. A little later, many miles away, they're saying, it's incredible, a man up there's a rocket being launched. And saying, it's incredible, a man up there grabbed the instrument satellite we just launched off its booster rocket. Only Superman could do that, but I can see through my binoculars that that man isn't Superman. So, super robberies all over uh, the, uh, the world. People are kind of freaked out about it. They're talking about these super raiders that are uh, stealing rare elements from museums and laboratories. And, you know, they even stole an armored truck. Well, where's the real Superman? Why doesn't he stop them? And so at the Daily Planet, uh, Lois Lane, Perry White, and Jimmy Olsen are talking, and uh, and Lois says it's not like Superman to ignore this menace. Where can he be? Be patient, Lois says. Uh, Jimmy, uh, he told me he had to help Supergirl somewhere in space. Maybe he's back by now. And uh, at the same time, it turns out Clark Kent hasn't shown up for work yet. And uh, they said, um, <laughs> Perry says he may have spotted a new super raid and is covering the story or something else. Um, and, uh, so Jimmy, uh, hits the, uh, the signal watch, which I note has, uh, made its way into, uh, into the show Supergirl. And I may have even mentioned this last week on the show. I can't remember if I was talking to Darren about Supergirl, uh, off air or, or what, but, um, (laughs) <laughs> basically, basically, uh, you know, my, my daughter kept saying when, it, when there was one episode where, where Supergirl had lost her powers. And, and, and Ella was like, why doesn't he just hit the watch? Why doesn't he just call Superman? He's got a watch that calls Superman. Why doesn't he just use that watch and call Superman? And said, well, they can't. Said, well, why? Because Superman would want to help. And it's like, yes. Lawyers, however, would not. Um. So, um, uh, so Superman is flying through the stratosphere uh, and he says, I'll be late on my job and Lois will be suspicious. My monitor screen in my fortress had sighted Supergirl overcome by Kryptonite on a distant planet. I'd sent my robots to rescue her. Um, And so he flies back. He can hear uh, Jimmy's uh, signal watch. And it turns out he does see one of the super Raiders. So Perry was right. Um, so um, uh, so Superman gets down there and says, whoever you are, I'm not going to let you get away with that loot. And the guy says, why, if it isn't Superman, the jealous, selfish hero everyone on Earth admires. Try and stop me, you phony. And uh, he lunges in, and it turns out, to Superman's surprise, he's got super strength equal Superman's. He says his super strength is equal to mine. See, I told you. Um, there's only one explanation for that, but it's impossible. And uh, then the guy takes like a huge uh, airport beacon tower and belts Superman over the over the grape with it, and uh, they, and uh, they say, "Yeah, but Superman is invulnerable, and the tower is only crumpling. Uh But then two more of the guys come along, and uh, Superman thinks to himself, "If more of them, but if their origin is what I think it is, then why do they hate me so?" Um, and then a the guy comes in with this huge block of lead and, um, um, to throw down at him and, and basically the idea of it being it's a huge mass of lead that kind of crashes down around him and their, their idea is that, Hey, his, you know, this will, uh, block his x-ray vision for a moment. And so he won't see which way we go. And sure enough, it works. Uh, he crashes out of the lead a moment later and they've already disappeared. Um, and, uh, Jimmy Olsen shows up in a helicopter and says, Superman, I was cruising overhead when I saw a terrific fight. And, uh, he explains the whole story to them. He says, no one knows why these raiders, um, take the elements they do or how they got superpowers. And he says, well, Superman says, I think I know why they're superpowered. I hope my guess is wrong. Or if I'm right, we face a terrible peril. Um, because it was a Python. Uh, anyway, he says, Jimmy says, "What do you mean?" He says, "When those raiders, ra- raiders spoke, they used the language of Krypton." Oh, so, so you know, Superman was like, "I'm, I'm surprised. I, I don't think it could be what I think it is," but they're speaking Kryptonese. Um, yeah. Um, says, at first I thought they were outlaws who had escaped from the Phantom Zone. When I took a good look at their faces, I suddenly realized who they were and um and so jimmy's confused he said but you and supergirl are the only super beings alive who speak kryptonese except and he says yes except the tiny people in the bottle city of candor but how can cons- but how some of them became normal sized again is a mystery to me Come, i'll take you to my fortress of solitude and we'll check and so he uh wraps jimmy up in the old indestructible cape and uh and flashes northward to the Fortress of Solitude. He says, "I must be wrong. I must be wrong, Jimmy. The people of Kandor wouldn't hate me or try to destroy me, as those radars, raiders did. But I'll soon find out. We're almost there." And um, and so, yeah, he gets to the fortress, and the door of the fortress has been burst open by super strength from inside. So he says, "Yep, my worst fears are true." Uh, it turns out that the tiny bottle city of Candor. And Superman's opinion is the only place these raiders could have come from. People of Kandor are Kryptonians by birth and would have superpowers under Earth's conditions. And Jimmy points out and he says, "Hey, but the people of Kandor are tiny, like their city. You've never been able to make the normal size though you've often tried." Yes, right while he was working on that cure for lead poisoning for Mon mm-hmm. um, He says, "Yes, I've tried and always failed." lost kandor shrunk into tiny size the city that was once the capital of my native world krypton the people of kryptonopolis had to be kind of pissed about that right they're like oh oh kandor kandor is the capital city oh oh you don't have kandor anymore so now we're all good um i mean we're even like named after the planet hello um so he says that Superman says that Kandor was always a place of beauty and happiness until, out of the depthless, depthless universe, came its strange doom. And they see this this uh, strange ship in the air, just regular like UFO kind of thing. Um, and they say well, it's turning some strange ray ray on our whole city, but why? Who? Of course, it turns out it would have been that it was Brainiac. Um, in Superman's opinion, in this issue the evilest villain of space, mm-hmm. whose hyperforce ray shrank Kandor to a microscopic size and imprisoned it in a bell jar. Um, and Raniac's happy to add this to his tiny collection of uh, many, many worlds. Um, so Superman defeated him in battle and moved the bottle containing Kandor to his fortress for safekeeping, but he's never succeeded in uh, enlarging it to normal size and jimmy says but somebody has succeeded if the readers came from candor who thinks well i'm afraid the answer to this might be a terrible one well i'll make myself tiny i'll go down into candor and find out so jimmy says please take me with you i know kryptonese and i've been in candor once before um, he says, remember in uh, uh, he says, remember in the Kryptonian environment of Kandor, you will not have superpowers. You may need help. I'll wear the anti-gravity shoes I wore last time, so I'll be able to walk in their gravity. Because, of course, it simulates the Kryptonian environment, and on Krypton, uh, the gravity was much higher. Um, I don't think walking is your only problem in uh, so he says. So Superman says, "Right, well, we must hurry. This is the shrinking ray I took from Brainiac. We'll use it." And so they shrink themselves down, and they got to get the cork out of the bottle while they're still large enough to handle it before the ray completely shrinks them down. And um, and you know, Jimmy's finding it hard climbing up the bottle because uh, it's hard to climb when you're only a few inches high. So um, they parachute into the. Uh, into the Krypton- the bottled Kryptonian city. And um and Jimmy says, it's weird. I feel normal size, but the bottle seems colossal now. Yeah, no kidding. Uh candors below will land in the strange forest outside the city. And um so they get into these plants, and it's you know, the city is head through this weird vegetation. It's strange not being able to fly over it. And um so they get down there, and a Kryptonian scientist comes walking up to them and says, Superman, I saw parachutes floating down, but I didn't dream you would uh, dare enter K- Kandor. I don't know you. Who are you? And he says, I am Norcan, once a scientist of Krypton, and formerly the friend of your father, Jor-El, and your mother, Lara. My father's friend? He says, Yes, I was visiting Kandor when it was shrunk and stolen by Brainiac, so I did not perish when Krypton later exploded, as your parents did. I warn you. Don't enter the city. Jimmy says, why? There's no danger there. Superman is Kandor's greatest hero. And uh, Superman says, hey, danger or not, I must get there. And Norcan says, you don't understand. You'll be going to your death. Um, so he gets to the center of Kandor, and there is a staggering surprise, and it is a bunch of Kandorians pulling down the Superman statue that is in the town square. And uh, he says, that's it. Break up every statue of Superman in the city. Smash the Earth. Smash the Earth monitor screen. Erase Superman's name from everything we put up in his honor. Yes, wipe out all memory of the man who has deliberately kept us imprisoned in this tiny form for so long. You see? They're pissed, right? How about Mon-El, huh? Just saying. Um, they got a whole bunch of scientific minds on they could. They could work something out. But no, a thousand years, he's got to wait. So uh, Jimmy says, what? They've lost their minds. It wasn't you who shrugged the booze, Badiac. And Superman says, there's some misunderstanding here, and I'm going I'm to clear it up. And uh, Jimmy says, oh, that crowd is hysterical with rage. And remember, you're not invulnerable here. You can get hurt. He says, the people of Kandor are Kryptonians, my people. Don't give me a hearing. But no sooner is the Man of Steel recognized that, and uh, they start uh, yelling and throwing stuff at him. Uh, it's Superman. See, our enemy has deceived and betrayed us. Get him! And he says, "Please wait and hear me." He says they're throwing stuff at him, and then uh, Jimmy swings by in a in a a commandeered Kandorian car. Well, That five times fast. Um, and he says, "You can't argue with a crowd like that." We're getting out of here, and so they speed away. Superman is uh, is perplexed by this he says my own people my father's people and they've driven me out tried to kill me can't believe it um soon in the weird forest outside the city uh, superman's still pondering this he says they wouldn't even listen to me and jimmy says i must have operated this kandorian car wrongly it's quit dead on us what's that distant howling sound hmm, nothing bad can come of this um it so they, they hear this sound, and, hey, ooh, and they, those are the telepathic hounds of Kandor, the stra- strange beasts that can locate people at any distance by reading their minds and learn where they are. They've let them loose to hunt us down. And sure enough, they have. Um, and so they're following through, and so they're kind of freaked out. And so that is the end of part one. Part two. For almost the first time in his career, Superman finds himself engaged in an epic struggle without any of his usual superpowers. With only the strength of an ordinary man, he must battle to save Kandor, the last lost city of Parish Krypton. To do so, he takes a cue from his old friends Batman and Robin, and he and Jimmy Olsen become the dynamic duo of Kandor. Then you see uh, them flying in their Nightwing and Flamebird costumes, saying, look, it's Nightwing and Flamebird out on another secret mission. So uh, we go back to where we were. Jimmy and uh, Superman are walking through that forest and um, trying to figure out how to shake off the telepathic hounds, basically. Um, So Superman says, there's one chance to trick them. Imagine that you're heading somewhere else, heading back toward the city. Our lives depend on it. And so they start thinking of this fake message. And so Jimmy says, I'm running out of the trees now. There's the city of Candor ahead, approaching streets, and the telepathic hounds uh, hear this, and they're like, "Oh, that's where we, that's where we should go," because um, now we're not following their mind; we're following, you know, where they said they're going to end up. So uh, one of the guys says they've doubled back to hide the city. Well, they can't escape the hounds faster, and uh, so noise of pursuit dies away. And he says we tricked them, and Superman says yes, but we'll have to keep deceiving them by imagining we're in the city, Um, or by by imagining we're in the city as we go along. Uh, Funny, I feel kind of shaky. My heart is beating. Now I know how criminals feel when they are hunted by bloodhounds. Um, So Superman, of course, has no powers, but he has other resources and jimmy says where are you heading now and he says to find out what's behind all this there's one man who should be able to sa- tell us remember keep deceiving yeah keep uh, deceiving the hounds with your imagination um soon cautiously approaching a suburban uh, kandorian mansion this is the house of norcan that elderly man elderly man who warned us not to go into the city yes and he must know why the people of kandor hate me so come on we'll find out he goes in, and he sees um, he, he sees in this room Jor-El and Lara. Suddenly, the lights come on, and Norkan says, I told you that your parents were my friends long ago. These are Kryptonian super photo statues I had made of them so as to never forget our friendship. And as Superman says, for a moment, I thought, but no time for that now. We've been hunted by the telepathic hounds. Why? Um... He says, a scientist named Thanol is the cause of it. He has found a way to enlarge tiny Kandorians to normal size and has already used it on a few men. So Superman, of course, correctly surmises that they were the mystery supermen who raided Earth. But why should all this turn Kandor against me? He says that Thanol charges that you, with your great scientific knowledge, knew of the enlarging process and deliberately wouldn't use it. He says you kept Kandor tiny so that you would not have any rival supermen on Earth. Superman is 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 shocked. He says, Kandor thinks this of me? And they said, Not everyone believes it. Uh Norcan says, I know Joral's son would never would not do that, but I fear most of our people do believe it. And so Superman says, I've got to find Thanal and learn what his enlarging process is. If what I suspect is true, Kandor is in danger. And um Jimmy says, If you show your face in that city again, Superman, you'll be mobbed. But what if we don't show our faces? Suppose we go masked and disguised as Batman and Robin do in Gotham City. Of course, we'd need a hideout. Narcan says I have such a hidden space. Come with me. So he, so they do, and uh, he turns out he's got a secret underground lab. How appropriate! Uh, he says I concealed it to avoid anyone tampering with my dangerous experiments. And Superman says it's almost like the Batcave. Let's see, what disguise costume can we use? Batman and Robin modeled themselves after the bat, the Robin. What? How am I just hearing about this now? It can't be. Um, So they get into the place, and um, of course, there are no bats or robins among Kryptonian birds, but we do have the Nightwing and the Flamebird. They say, well, we'll, uh, great, done. Uh, we'll use them as our models for now. We've got to hurry and prepare our costumes and equipment. It may mean life or death for Kandor. Um, so they get into their these costumes of Nightwing and Flamebird, and um, by the way, there there were actually birds there of the of these sorts. Later, it would become based on like uh, Kryptonian gods and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, you know, part of sort of uh. Um, of course, later the uh, name Nightwing would go to one Dick Grayson, and originally that was because uh, he was inspired by Superman. You know, it was as, at the time that uh, that Dick Grayson became Nightwing. Um, Batman and Superman were best friends, and so uh, you know he had been raised mostly by Batman, but hey, his his best friend was Superman, so that was part of it too. Um, so. And they say Thanos' raiders uh, flew up to the bottle, the bottleneck, with the aid of small jet motors trapped to their backs. Um, and so Superman says, "Well, we'll make such motors, Jimmy. Stop admiring yourself and get those utility belts ready." Soon, the dynamic duo of Kandor jets forth from their secret base. Jimmy uh, Flamebird says, the "Darkness will help us, but how come they have night here in the Bottle City?" Nightwing says. They dim the sun lamps that give them their, their day uh, for a sleep period. You know, you've got to figure out how to, how to manage your environment when you live in a city in a bottle. Um, he says, now we've got to watch for mystery raiders and train them to Thenal's headquarters. And uh, so they see one of the raiders heading up, and they say, there goes one of them, after him. Um, and so they, they fly up there, and Flamebird's saying, wow, these jet motors make flying a real thrill. Uh, soon begins a strange aerial dogfight high over sleeping Candor, and um, uh, Flamebird says, "I'm peeling off, coming down on him from above." Meanwhile, uh, because it seems their jets a little bit faster, um, and or his jet is a little faster than the one Nightwing and Flamebird have. Says his jet is as fast as mine. He keeps eluding me. It's So slow, so leaden, flying this way. Because, of course, he's used to a more freer form of flight. um. So he says, mm. and so uh, Jimmy gets tackled uh, in midair. He says, mm, he's more experienced in this than I am. But it gave me a chance to catch up to him. And uh, so Superman uh, socks the guy in the face. And, uh, um, and that's kind of taking the fun out of him. And or the fight out of him. Um. So he says, quick, I wanted to search him before he recovers. Uh, so they they basically land with their groggy antagonist on a roof, and he says this must be the enlarging device they use so they can become normal size to make brief raids on Earth. I can learn from it now. And uh, there's more jet flyers. Um, Flamebird says, Thanol's other raiders must have seen us fighting uh, this one and are after us. And um, so they go flying. He says, there are too many of us. Trigger the smoke cylinder in the utility belt uh, says, we'll do. So they turn these devices on and that pays them back for the trick they used on you with the lead block. Now he's back to the night cave quickly. I want to examine this enlarging gadget. So back they go and they, they look this thing over and he says, as I thought, um, it enlarges a person by causing the atoms of his body enclosed to be further apart. Uh, then all says, uh, Oh, sorry, uh, Norcan says, Thanol has promised that he will enlarge the bottles, the whole city of Kandor and all in it. Could he do it with this principle? Superman says, it would be possible. I must find out if this is the method he plans to use. But we'll have to wait until the search is, uh, the search for us quiets down before we try again to find his hidden workshop. And so a little lo- later, uh, he's in the gardens of the Kandorian Mansion. And these flowers, these birds old as Krypton, as, or just as on old Krypton. It makes me think of when I went back through the time barrier to Krypton before it perished and met diddle, 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 flashback time uh, my, my father and mother, who didn't dream I was their grown son come back through time, and Lila Leral, who, uh, whom I loved and who perished with my parents when Krypton exploded. Uh, this, of course, happened in issue 141 of Superman those who would like to dig back into that. Um, he says, I couldn't prevent that cat- hit- catastrophe, but Kandor, the only surviving city of Lost Krypton, I must save it, even if I die in the attempt. So on the days that follow, uh the uh, Nightwing and Flamebird, the dynamic duo of Kandor, uh, conducted da- a desperate and dangerous search. Uh Flamebird says, we've searched most of this area where we saw the Raider before. Maybe this building is a workshop. We'll fly across to its roof and no, wait, listen. And they hear the telepathic hounds again. And, um, <laughs> and they use the lead cloth cap. Cause apparently lead doesn't just stop X-ray vision. It stops superpowers in general. Um, so he says, yes, uh, the lead cloth cap of your utility belt will shield your thoughts. And so he says, Well, that'll baffle them. And it's like, Well, it's going to baffle someone, Jimmy. Um, of course, the alarm has been given. He says, That's the place, all right. They swarmed out looking for us. We'll have to come back again. Next time, we'll try and enter from the ground. And Jimmy says, Or Flamebird says, Flamebird slash Jimmy uh, says, I'll give it. It'll give us a chance to use the nightmobile we made out of Norcan's car, and sure enough, it looks very Batmobile-ish. So they get into the nightmobile and uh, slip through the sleeping streets, wearing our protective caps. The the hounds won't sense us this time, and those cutting torches in my utility belt will help me help me live up to the Flamebird name. So sure enough, they um. They get to the, Jimmy gets the uh, torches into the fuel chamber of the personal jet motor. Connects the torches to the fuel chamber. Oh, yeah, right. So he can fuel the, yeah. And uh, cuts through. Says, say, say, this is easy. The wall is hollow. uh, Nightwing says, get back. The hollow wall is full of deadly knockout gas. We can't get in this way either. Let's go back to the night cave. And uh, so they do, uh, and they have a bit of a war council with Norcan, and he says, uh, He says, I'll try to penetrate uh, Thanol's guarded workshop another way. I have, a distant, I have a distant kinsman in Kandor, who is my exact double. He's, a, he's the scientist, Van Z. Here's my plan. So they, he gets to Van Z's home. Van Z says, Superman, I heard you'd come to Kandor, but everyone thought you'd left again. You should leave for your own safety then you and and Sil- you and Sylvia don't believe what they say of me. Van Z's wife. Now Van Z does look a lot like Superman, you know, almost identical. Um and he's got a wife who looks a lot like Lois Lane, who is named Sylvia. You know, that Kryptonian name Sylvia. Um, anyway, so he says uh, then then you and Sylvia don't believe what they say of me. And um and he says, and Vanzi says that you've deliberately kept Kandor tiny. Of course, I don't believe it. When Thenol made that ridiculous, ac- that accusation, I refused to work with him on his project. Sorry, the word ridiculous got put in by me. Because um, it is, you know. Um, and Superman says, I'm so glad. I, I'm glad I still have some loyal friends here. And, uh, here, I fear Kandor is in terrible danger. There's a way you can help me. So the next morning, we're, we're at uh, Thenol's Guarded Workshop. And he says, uh, "Yes, we know you, Van Z. What do you want? Tell Thanol I want—I uh, want to see him. I have some ideas about his project." And uh, it turns out it's actually Superman. He says, uh, "I hope my voice sounds enough like Van Z's to fool everyone." Uh, and so the fanatic scientist gladly welcomes Van Z, not knowing it is really his double, Superman. He says, "So you've changed your mind, Van Z." You're going to help us in the great task of making Candor normal sized. Well, first, I'd like to see the process you intend to use. Maybe able to make some suggestions, Thanol. Um, so, shortly in Thanol's lab, he shows my raiders brought from Earth the rare elements needed to build this enlarging ray projector. It will enlarge all Candor to normal, uh, to normal size, just as, as the smaller devices. Um, um. He says, I was afraid of this. This machine, if it's used, will destroy Kandor. And uh, and he says, I've long known the principle of this enlarging ray. I tell you, it will doom Kandor if you use it. He says, how could you have long known it when it w- I only recently discovered it? Unless you're not Fancy at all, but his double, Superman... And so Superman gets a big, uh, big wrench and he says, "Um, uh, must wreck that machine before it is used. They say that small scar on his forehead. Superman was wounded on on the forehead by a stone recently. He's trying to destroy the projector. Get him. And so uh, uh, before he can wreck the the, the device, uh, they take him out. A violent blow descends and the now vulnerable Man of Steel lies still beside the machine that will bring Doomsday to the last city lost Krypton. So we get, uh, that is the end of part two. We get into part three, the city of super people. Part three, a day for which Superman and the people of Kandor have hoped dawns at last and tiny Kandor becomes large again. But ironically, this is this long longed for day is a tragic one for the man of steel, for it threatens to be the last day of his life as he is hunted across the universe with a sentence of doom on his head by grim pursuers from the city of super people. And uh, They show him flying over some, A city in space, and I smite my my own people. And they're hunting me to my death. Uh, So in the house of Norcan, Jimmy also fears uh, his fears grow as the hours pass and Superman does not return. Um, And he's talking to Norcan, and he says, something's happened. If Superman's trick of impersonating Van Zee to get into the base had worked, he'd be back by now. Norcan says, we dare not make a move until we're sure. We must wait. So night falls... Well, the, the the lights turn out. And um, and uh, Jimmy says, Superman is vulnerable here on Candor, and He's in trouble. I know it. It's as though the photo statues of his parents, jor and Lara, were telling me let must do something. Um, so a quick change in the night cave, and he becomes Flamebird. He says, I've got to go, Norcan. I've got to find him. Norcan says, no, wait. I heard someone prowling on the grounds. I'm afraid that the men of Thanal have tracked you down. Turns out the prowler is actually Van Z. He says Superman told me where you were in case something went wrong. Something has gone wrong. Superman is injured and a captive. I found out that when Super when Thenol's men I found that out when Thanal's men came to question me. They suspected I'd help Superman poses me to get into their base, but they couldn't prove anything against me. Um, Jimmy says we have got to rescue Superman fast. I've got it. I'll summon the members of the Superman Emergency Squad. Because of course the Emergency squad members, always, always loyal. And uh, they, they, they're all there they're in their outfits saying, "Well, you know, they, with uh, the kind of stylized Superman ass. "We know Superman wouldn't plot against Kandor, and we'll help rec- rescue him, but of course, we have no superpowers." And um, Jimmy says, Z, you put on Superman's Nightwing costume so you won't be recognized." Uh, here's what we'll do. So soon, a grim-looking group marches up to Thanol's guarded base. Yeah, we've heard that you captured the evil Superman. We demand that he be turned over for trial by the courts of Kandor. This says, "Good. He should be punished for his crime." Um, uh, you know, he's still groggy, but we'll turn him over to you. So uh, Superman is taken away, and um, so, and suddenly there's an amazing interruption. It's Nightwing and Flamebird, that mystery duo. And they'll grab Superman, just as we of the emergency squad agreed. And Thanos says, stop them. But they, they snatch uh, Superman. And off they go. Faster, Van than Zee. Uh, Thanos' men will pursue us, and we've got to get out of the bottle before they do. So Superman's weight cuts down our speed, but we'll make it. When they emerge out of the bottle city. Even though tiny, Superman's powers have returned to him now that we're in the Earth's environment. he's recovered completely. Right, thanks to you both. Fanzi, get back down. So your own home. to Your own home, so you won't be suspected. And so uh, so he does that. They take off the Kandorian costumes, and Superman dashes for a vital mechanism. He says, I thought you'd use the... Uh, Jimmy says, I thought you'd use the enlarger we took from Thanol's raider and make us large again. He says, no. Thanol's process has a fatal drawback. This enlarger, once made by a Kandorian criminal, powered by the element Ilium 349. And I have a tiny few grains of Ilium in the pouch of my cape for just em- emergencies like this. Always so prepared. Um, the Ray operates, and as Superman and Jimmy regain normal life, he says, now to cork the bottle so no Raiders can come up. The cork won't stop them, Jimmy. And as soon as they get out, they'll, be, uh, they'll become large size too and gain superpowers, just like mine. There's only one way to to elude them, and that's right, the Phantom Zone. So the, he uses the projector to send them into the Phantom Zone. He says, the zone, Jimmy, Jimmy says this, the zone, gasp, I was there once. It's full of Kryptonian criminals, and they all float around like ghosts. Yes, Jimmy, that is exactly what the Phantom Zone is. Um, And uh, so they get in there, and... Uh, and uh, Jack Sir says, Welcome to our ranks, Superman. You were foolish to enter here. Now you will exist as a wraith, just like we other outlaws. Says Jack Sir, who was guilty of a crime on Krypton before it blew up, instead of being executed, he was projected here to serve a long sentence. Uh, meanwhile, in the fortress, the Kandorian raiders uh, pour out of their bottle city and regain their normal size and superpowers. And, um, and the one guy's shaking his fist. And he says... He says, "Ha! We're rid of our greatest enemy. He saved us the trouble of taking him back to Kandor to stand trial. We can see we can't see you, Superman, but we know you're hiding out in the Phantom Zone. You'll stay there forever. No one will ever release you." Jimmy says, "Jeepers! How will we ever get out of here?" Um, and then um, Superman sees him. You know, kick at, kick at the door and uh, say, "No, you won't mind my opening the door this way, Superman. Instead of using the key, after all, you won't be using the for- fortress anymore." So moments later, Buzz Tall uh, disconnects the air, which supplies Kandor with air, and attaches it to the emergency tank, which they're going to fly to the Earth site they've selected to where they're going to enlarge it. Um, so, uh, so, rejoice, my friend. Soon Kandor will regain its former size and glory. In the years we suffered because of Brainiac's shrinking rate, will be forgotten. Superman's heart must be breaking. His own people hate him, and he's helpless to prove himself innocent. But suddenly, sometimes later, we've escaped the zone. How? Superman says, I'll explain, Jimmy. On the chance that someday I'd have to hide out in the Phantom Zone, I recently equipped the projector with a timing device that would automatically release anyone it had sent to the zone after a period of one hour. Very smart. Very smart, that Superman. Um... So he repairs the fortress door and says, They've taken away the bottle. I must prevent Kandor from being enlarged. But I can't battle all those super raiders. If I don't stop them, they'll destroy themselves. Jimmy says, I, d- I still can't understand why Thanol's method of enlarging is so dangerous. After all, his method worked all right after the- on the raiders he's enlarged. He says, Yes, Jimmy, but those raiders have only been enlarged for brief periods. Watch what happens to this steel model of the Eiffel Tower when I use this. Dupl- duplicate of Thanol's machine to enlarge it, and so they enlarge this miniature um Eiffel tower to full size um and they say, Golly, it worked, and nothing has happened to the tower for um the the machine's safe you must let them use it, Superman it says, Alas, Jimmy, it's dangerous. My calculations tell me that this enlarging process causes the atoms of anything it touches to move farther apart um after three hours. Not good. Um, so three hours later, of course, the whole tower kind of just disintegrates. And he says, and so Jimmy points this out and Superman says, yes, Jimmy, that machine weakens the bonds between the atoms if maintained for three hours. This lack of co- cohesion causes the atoms to scatter and everything enlarged, falls apart. He says, well, why didn't you just tell the Kandorians of this danger? And, and Superman says, I feared if I told them, They'd vote to risk the danger in their desire to become normal. But, na- but now, because I didn't tell them, they distrust me. Uh, at that very moment in Kandor, um, Thanos is having a big speech. He says, people of Kandor, the moment for which you have waited so long has come. Candor and all in it are going to be enlarged to normal size now. And so we see this big thing, uh, the tiny bottle city which uh, Thanos' raiders have moved from the fortress. Um, uh, to an uninhabited area, bathed by the uh, the enlarging rays of his machine. Until there it is, the last city of Krypton regains its normal size, and it's standing there um, in all its glory. Um, and I uh, say, then all has triumphed. We're normal size at last, and in this earthly environment, we all have superpowers. Um. To the rejoicing people, Thanal speaks a, a, a warning. We, they're, they're saying, we can fly. We have super strength beyond any Earth people. And he says, but this world belongs to the Earth races. We mustn't interfere with them in any way. for We're not their enemies. We have only one enemy on Earth, Superman. And he's trapped in the Phantom Zone. Oh, he isn't. Um, so Superman says, I can see by my supervision they've already enlarged the city. My only chance now is to take Brainiac's shrinking ray and make it small again. Uh, he says their three hours will be up soon. So he gets to uh, to Kandor and uh, says, people of Kandor, you must let me reduce you to tiny size at once or a terrible doom will befall you. Doom. They say it's our enemy Superman. Somehow he's escaped from the Phantom Zone and is trying to jealously force us back into smallness. Men, fetch secret the secret weapons. We prepared for su- just such an emergency. <clears throat> so uh, stuff gets uh, gets shot at him. Those missiles are of green kryptonite. It's encased in lead so it doesn't harm them when in their guns. But if they shatter against me um, and release the kryptonite, I'd be brought down. Um, so, fa- uh, faced as never before by a mortal peril, the man of steel retreats. Uh, having a chance against those deadly missiles. Yeah, you know, he's, he, not, he understands. There's just no way. Um, So he's trying to think of what to do. And he says, I could throw them off if I plunge through the time barrier and hidden their past. But it is their three hours of grace, but their three hours of grace is running out. I'll drill through the bottom of the seabed to come up in a... a Basically, to come up suddenly in a different place. And... um, um, (laughs) Presently, as Superman passes, he's sunk in Atlantis' world of Lori the Mermaid. She says... Superman, stay here. We've been watching you on our monitors. My people have been reading about you. Um he says, No, Lori, I must risk my life to save my people. And when Superman emerges, they uh they start zapping at him and they say, We we hit him. And they say, Good, and the kryptonite weakened him. Grab him fast while he's still dazed, and we'll fly him back to Kandor. Um he <clears throat> Uh, this time we won't be foolish enough to let him. We won't be foolish enough to let him stay alive in the Phantom Zone. So of course he's outnumbered. <clears> he <throat> says, "They say Superman, your guilt is obvious. Hey, you know, you wanted to force us back into smallness. I am firing squad, shooting him until he falls into that pit of deadly kryptonite that we had our robots gather." Um, and there's a big, big pit of kryptonite. And he says, so this is my end. Killed like a criminal. Um, you know, by my own people. It's like it's like a dream. Um, suddenly the dream turns to nightmare for the people of Kandor. Uh, Kandor, he says, look at our city. It's becoming strange. Ghost-like disintegrating. It's a doom I warned you of. Well, you wouldn't listen to. And, uh. Now as Candor's people are stricken by their imminent doom Superman takes out the shrinking ray from his pouch and as the atoms are are drifting apart the people will use the the, mi- the next and uh he says but but we I'm st- or, as the atoms are drifting apart the uh people will be next unless I use the shrinking ray but but Still weakened by those Kryptonite bullets, I can hardly fly. But as he blazes down, they say we're shrinking again. But we're not disintegrating now. We're saved, saved by Superman. After we distrusted him, pursued him, tried to kill him. Yes. Um, days later, after Tiny Kandor is once again is once again encased in a bottle in the fortress, um, they say our ambition to be normal size has has you know it made us just mistrust you, our best friend. Ask for forgiveness and have erected this tribute to you too. And they've got a, a, a statue of Nightwing and Flamebird. Um, and Jimmy says, jeepers, look, a statue of Nightwing and Flamebird. How about that?" Superman says, "I understand, and I vow that I'll never cease trying to find a safe way to make you normal." Hear me, the last of my people, well, except for all you guys. says, um, I promise that someday kandor will become big again and will stay so forever and so there you have it an insight into the 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 silver age world and and you know i think one of the interesting things i always find with it is a lot of these things were kind of designed on a lark and were kind of goofy and and definitely often played up for laughs you know or at least played up for a much younger audience and uh and you can see that this was kind of a transition between that um, so you know in 63 we were in the we were deep into the silver age but uh, but this would uh, then lead into the bronze Age and I think that this kind of really straddles that line and uh, and that's kind of neat so uh, leaving that for a moment uh, and and this is kind of a backward legion news segment uh, but we had uh, talked about reviewing the Lego uh, I don't even remember the title. Because I can't buy it here. Yeah. Yeah. It's that got that ridiculous Target exclusive in the US. And so it is only available in the US. We sent Target packing last year. Um, but um, so not having a Target here. And even then, I think it was only in US based Targets. Uh, so um, I can't watch it yet. I'm going to see if I can buy it on iTunes or something. But I'm wondering if it is geo blocked or if it is because it is an exclusive that uh, that I'm going to have to wait for it. Anyway, I'm going to figure it out because I'd like us to uh, to do a review of it. Um, and so that will hopefully be forthcoming. I know I know Darren picked it up. I'm not sure if he's watched it yet. But anyway, uh, so that is that. So comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can head over to our website regionofsubstitutepodcasters.com where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble and we will see you all next week.